You're at the Over or Under Show. I'm your host, Ed Henderson. And man, it's a crazy world we live in. It has no shortages of rabbit holes. I'm not scared of rabbit holes. If you're not scared of rabbit holes, this show is for you. Let's see if we can jump in one and make our way back to the top. Welcome to Over and Under. I'm your host, Ed Henderson. Thank you so much for streaming the podcast. Got a call from my little brother. He listens to all my podcasts and he said, you know, I I love your podcast, but he said the last one, not a big fan of it. He said, you kind of lost me in all that talk about Professor Marcusa. And he said, you know, I, I went up, I went and read up about him. I, I'd never heard of him. A couple of things that struck me when he said that, that's exactly what I'm looking for. I'm looking for people to look into these matters more. He said he never heard of Professor Marcusa. Well, now he has, and now he's read about Professor Marcusa. Hopefully he can appreciate the effect that he has had on our society and all the minions that Professor Marcuse sent out before him. He had a an impressive entourage that went out after his teach his disciples might be a better term to use for them as they approached this reimagining of our society. I would say that he was way ahead of the curve before even the woke crowd showed up and started teaching us a better way. So if this is the first time you joining me, this is Friday Ramblings. This is where I just, I'm not so preoccupied with providing you with stats, but it's a lot lighter. Uh, not a, nowhere near the preparation that I, I put in the other podcast. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into Friday Ramblings. So Disney is getting ready to do a remake of one of my favorites, Snow White and the Seven Doors. As you know, Disney has been uh, at the vanguard of fighting Governor DeSantis in Florida on the don't say gay bill that doesn't say anything about not saying anything about gay. But they are really trying to make up for all the decades that they pushed the whole heterosexual thing, the mom, dad, apple pie thing They're They're very regretful of that in they want to be more inclusive, and as you know, we have, I haven't checked lately, but the last I heard, we have like 57 different types of genders or ways that you can express yourself sexually within relationships, marriages, but but there's a lot of different ways to express yourself. Nobody has a monopoly on doing that, right? So Disney is trying to make up for the, for the decades of, of pushing and supporting that view of romance only being between a heterosexual male and a heterosexual woman. So so they got a blockbuster, I believe, in the year 2022 with this uh, revisionist view of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Now, with the exception of Dave Chappelle, no other heterosexuals were allowed even on the set. All the actors were from some type of alternative, alternative lifestyle, and uh, they really wanted to honor those people with this film, but they had a special place for Dave, and I'll share that with you in just a bit as I give you just a little bit of insight of how this thing's going to play out. I haven't seen the movie. i just seen a trailer. So this version of Snow White and the Seven Doors, it takes place in Southern California, very, very appropriate place for this to take place, and the castle... Well, they, they filmed it at a mansion. Uh, it belongs to Patrice Cullors and Alicia Garza of Black Lives Matter. They were so gracious to give the mansion up to be part of this movie. And a lot of the scenes are shot within this this mansion, which it looks like a castle. And it, it, it's very impressive. So thank you, Patrice. And thank you, Alicia. 
and the star. This is really this is really cool. The star of the movie is going to be our own four-star admiral Rachel Levine. Yeah, yeah. How appropriate is that? The first. Uh, She's not the first four-star admiral, but I would like to say this. She did not serve one day of military service, and that was her first deal, man. She just comes, boom, four stars right on the collar. There you go, bada bing, bada boom. I think the other admiral before her that preceded her was a woman by the name of Michelle Howard. I think she had almost 30 years in it. Not only that, Michelle, I think, was a woman her entire life, and Rachel might have been a woman for the last 13 of her 63 years. I'd have to go back and look at that, but it's Ramblin' Fridays. I'm not putting all that kind of work into it. What I want to tell you is that uh, Rachel, as a woman, has outperformed anything that has uh, come before her, so I think it's only appropriate that she gets the star role in this uh, version of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. When it came to selecting dwarves, Disney contracted with the Biden administration to make those selections. They were so impressed with all the appointments by Joe Biden that they just didn't think they could do any better. He just has that knack for uh, finding those very special people in our culture to fill some very important positions. And they, these are very important roles, and they really wanted to make sure they got the very best people for the position. So they contacted Joe and uh, met with his staff. And I'm not going to tell you all the names of the doors. I want to leave something for you. But there's some I got I to gotta tell you about right off the bat. One of them that was selected was our own Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. And what an incredible role he played. It was kind of funny, the, the bantering that would go between him and the other dwarves. Because, you know, these guys, they work. They got to go to work. And so Pete, his role in this workforce is to, well, like he does for us, he, he directs the transportation he's supposed to take care of all the logistics and the dwarves he just they never have what they need they keep saying hey what's up pete and he always says, hey, is everything's good we're doing a great job here and they're like where's our hammers where's our picks where's our trucks where's the fuel for our trucks pete and it's just it's just funny i, I don't want to give it all away just some really funny banter right there and they brought dr fauci on board dr fauci plays Doc, of course. This doc is uh, very important in this movie because, you know, gender is very fluid. So if somebody, well, such as Rachel Levine, wakes up around 50 years old, 53 years old, and wants to be a different sex, you got to have a doctor on, on site to be able to direct that and help those people reimagine and be all that they can be. And I think that's, that's, what's, that's Disney's philosophy, right? Where dreams come true. So doc is there to uh, make those dreams come true, and what a, what an incredible uh, job he's done for us in COVID, you know, handling the COVID-19 crisis. I'm sure he's going to be instrumental in this story, helping the people of that kingdom, and then I'm going to share just one more with you because it's just so incredible. I loved it. They loved it, and you're going to love it too. So, so the character that they picked for Dopey is no other than Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah, incredible. He does such a wonderful job. I think, actually, he's a better actor than he is an artist. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for Oscars to come out of this. But anyhow, he's, he's dopey. He's doing crystal meth. He's snorting cocaine. He's got prostitutes in the, in the bed, got belts tied around their neck and slap him. In. But, I mean, it's just good, wholesome family fun. For 2022, I mean, he's so incredibly representative of where we have come to and where we have progressed to. I mean, progressives have done a very wonderful job of 
helping us to arrive in this point of our evolution in our society. But Hunter Biden is just phenomenal in this scene. It's like he was just born to do it or something. I don't know where he gets it from. So the movie opens up, and I don't know this for a fact. You're going to have to wait for the movie to come come out. This stuff is just like, I just know some people in the industry, and they've told me some things about it. But, but anyhow, the story opens up with the character from the Hans Christian Andersen tale, and I've told you the tale before, of the, the, the little boy that told the king that he was naked when the rest of the villagers just oohed and ah over this uh, fake clothing that these swindlers, these uh, tailors made for him. He was the only one that had the uh, nerve or was brave enough to say that the king is naked. But anyhow, unfortunately, this little kid's not buying. Rachel is a very convincing lady. He keeps saying, lady looks like a dude. That's what he does because Rachel goes walking out within the amongst the villagers. She's very proud, very beautiful, big, long, white, flowing hair. She's wind blowing in her hair. She's just she's beautiful. She gets by this little kid and he said, man, lady looks like a dude. So he's snatched up. He's snatched up immediately. He's taken to a special education camp and they just can't break him. He keeps saying, I, I'm sorry. I, I wish I could tell you something else, but the, the lady looks like a dude. So they bring in. Supreme Court Justice nominee Katanji Brown, and she talks to the kid for a little bit. He says, you know, you really shouldn't say things like that. It's not like you're a biologist. You haven't never had the education. I'm, I'm, I've been a woman for over 50 years of my life, and I, I don't feel like I have the right to say what a woman is. And you just being a little kid, then, you know, you need to understand this and, and recognize the princess for what she is. She that's that's a lady. He and he said, "Ma'am, I'm sorry, but lady looks like a dude." So then they go all out and they send their secret weapon in. They they send our vice president Kamala Harris in to talk to this little boy, and she says, "I understand that you have a problem with uh, recognizing Princess Snow White as a lady." And he she he said, "No, I don't. It's just that that's a dude." And she says, "Well, let me tell you this." A woman is what a woman is, and I'm a woman, so therefore you know this is a woman. And when a woman really starts thinking and thinks about the time, because it's a time to be a woman, and woman is time, and in time we know these things, so now you understand. And he said, no, ma'am, I think I'm more confused than what I was before. So, ma'am, when the vice president, Kamala Harris, could not break the child, well, they banished him to never, never come back here again, Lamb. And that's the last we see of him in the movie. So the trailer that I saw, which probably wasn't even 10 seconds long, was Rachel. Well, let me play it for you. She goes up to the mirror. And this is where Dave Chappelle comes in because Dave Chappelle plays the mirror. <laughs> so she goes up to the mirror and she says, Mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest princess of all? And the mirror responds, I told you how many times we're going to go through this. How many times I got to tell you? I done told you you're not a and you got to be the I can tell you one thing. It's not you, you big eyed. Oh, the chemistry between Admiral Levine and uh, Dave Chappelle. Again, that's going to be one for the Oscars right there. Might be the best performance that I've ever seen. So get the family up. It's uh, it's appropriate for everybody. They do give a warning. There seems to be this 
not woke family. You know, they really do try to show how evil the heterosexual family is, and they show them going to church. And I think what gave them a triple X rating, it shows them on their knees praying for the for the village, praying to God. I mean, what kind of woke God is it that only makes uh, male and female right? So when you get a chance, make sure you buy your tickets for that movie. Uh, I, you know, I think my personal favorite was Hunter Biden. And how about that Hunter Biden and those laptops? Can you imagine how big that story is, that MSNBC, CNN, they, they, can't, they can't bury this story, and they're actually having to admit that it's, it's for real. I, I said it before in another podcast that Hunter Biden's very lucky that Hillary Clinton is not his mother because she would have him killed. I mean, Hillary would have never allowed those laptops. They would have been beat with hammers and she would have sent him somewhere to be professionally bleached. Yeah, Hillary's smart. She knows that's the kind of stuff you don't want to go out. It would be much better to try to explain why you destroyed all the documents, shredded the documents, got a, got got rid of all the phones or had them destroyed. Yeah, Hillary would not have put up with this mess for one second. But there is some serious ramifications. You know, when we think about Trump, if he's dealing with foreign entities, and I'm talking about before he's president, he, he didn't do this while he was president, but before he was president, if he went over and made millions of dollars somewhere, he usually left a golf course, a resort, a hotel, a high-rise building, something that tangibly that you could look at and say, okay, that's what they were doing business over. What was Hunter doing business over? All that stuff that happened in Ukraine and Russia, where he brought millions of dollars home, reportedly, not only for himself, because the big guy, being Joe Biden, got a cut of that too. What did he provide? There was only one thing he had to sell, and that was access to Joe. And what did Joe have to sell? Nothing but U.S. influence, whether doing something directly or staying away from it. Look at our fuel problem right now. He created that. He was the one that shut down the pipeline. He's the one that told the oil industry that he was working to put them out of business. So, you know, the oil industry doesn't think about what's happening next week. They're looking five years, 10 years, 20 years out. And if they know that they've got a president that is working to to destroy them, they're looking for other means of energy. They're probably looking into electrical cars, hydrogen, and whatever is going to replace oil, not because there's not enough of it, but because there's a part of our, there's some of our politicians that are hell-bent on doing away with any type of fossil fuels. Biden's going around trying to negotiate oil for this country when he's got a neighbor to the north that's begging to supply it. They just need to open that keystone back up and he, he'll have nothing to do with it. Why is that? Because to the best of my knowledge, Hunter has done nothing for Canada. He hasn't gone up there. They haven't paid him millions of dollars. So who's he talking to? He's talking to China. He's talking to Venezuela, Iran, even Iran. The potential that our president has been compromised through his son and by selling American influence is great. I mean, is it why he is so piecemealing his support of the Ukrainian government? Is it because Vladimir Putin does have some things on him? Joe knows he has them. Is is Vladimir using this as leverage against our president? Is that why the skies are still open to those Russian bombers that are just 
killing all these people? Is it why we're turning a blind eye to the genocide? You know, people have always speculated, man, I wish we had known what was going on in Nazi Germany. We could have got in there and done something much quicker than what we did. Well, with social media, with cell phones, with the internet, we, we don't have that excuse. We do not have that excuse. And you've got to ask yourself, why? Why? Because Putin has nuclear weapons. We have nuclear weapons. Are we going to let him come over on our shores because he's got nuclear weapons and we just don't want to be the one to push a button? I don't think Putin will, but I guess that's a debate that we will have to have for another day. But you might want to keep your ears open as these things start to develop into this investigation to Hunter Biden and, the, and those laptops. And it's not just that. You got a uh, former business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, which is incredibly credible. Just bring his name back up. I, I've got to believe that they've been working hard to discredit. And they must be coming up with absolute goose eggs. But he handed three phones over to the FBI. He said, we'll substantiate the Biden's involvement around the world selling American influence. And not only that, evading uh, taxes, things that he would not take part of. That's why he got he broke that relationship and got away from it. Okay, so what's the next thing that I want to talk about? Yeah, so it seems that there's this church in this uh, suburb of Chicago, Oak, Oak Park, Illinois, and they're going to do a fasting and observance of Lent, or excuse me, it's called the season of Lent. Now, I grew up, I'm, I'm a Baptist, so we, we, we didn't do that. I had many friends that did, but I was always under the impression that they were abstaining from something that they really liked a lot. And uh, it was like a sacrifice. And if, and if my memory serves me correctly, it was done in remembrance of our Lord fasting on those final hours leading up to his crucifixion. And so they would generally take something that was very important in their life, something that they really liked, and they would abstain from doing that certain thing until that uh, season of Lent. But me personally, I always kind of thought it was kind of weird because I, I'm aware of what our Christ went through to secure our salvation. I mean, to the crucifixion, all the torturing that he went through and eventually died on the cross. Thank God he rose three days later, but that man went through a lot of suffering for us. So when I was with my friends and, you know, I don't know, maybe they're not going to drink a soda pop or they're not going to chew bubble gum. Maybe their mom or dad, they're not going to smoke during this time. So it just seems like it was something that was very important. So I think this church saying they're not going to play any white white people music. Oh, and by the way, I'm sure you're not talking about doing any music from Asian people or Hindu people or Indian people or Native American. Any, I guess you're talking about black. Let me make a couple recommendations because I love these two guys, both black artists. So it's perfectly going to be safe for you to play this during this uh fasting observant from white people andre crouch love andre couch and uh one more hezekiah walker and there's a lot of incredibly talented praise musicians in the black community i love uh black gospel and soul so you know enjoy this uh vacation from whiteness but back back to what i was talking about there's just something that I found strange. I think it was meant to have a negative thing about white people, but in a very weird way, it's like you're elevating. It's like you're like, man, we, we love the white way so much that we're going to, during this moment of Lent, we're going to not do anything white in our church. 
So I don't know, just, I don't know where I want to go with this. This is rambling Fridays. Like I said, I just thought it was kind of bizarre. Maybe some of you listeners that are Catholics can give me more insight into that. On every one of my podcasts, there's a place for you to, or so I'm told, Spotify gives you a place to leave comments, and I would love to hear from you. I just thought that was bizarre, especially at a time when I thought that we were supposed to be coming all together and not making things black and white, but it seems like we're going back to Jim Crow days, kind of right, except people that are doing it are doing it willingly and voluntarily. Kind of weird. Maybe maybe it was never a question of having separate water fountains, just uh, other people wanted to be able to determine where those water fountains were located. I don't know. You know, when I was doing that silly stuff about the Disney movie and everything, I was kind of poking fun at our vice president. But man, she's been on a roll. I don't know if she's not prepared for these meetings that she's having but you know I was watching her during the primary she used to be able to put together a cohesive sentence I at least understood stood her I didn't agree with a lot of the things that she said but what she was saying you could understand if she says a lot of stuff that have got a lot of people shaking their head one guy on Twitter uh, noted that you know she has this incredible ability to read things frontward and backward and it just it just makes no sense it's where i got the idea for that little spoof on the disney thing she just like talks in circles and it never she never gets done let me let me share one with you it's kind of weird here's her explaining the uh ukraine and russian conflict if you want to call it i think it's a genocide so ukraine is a country in europe it exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. Here's the vice president of Louisiana and it's a speech about a high-speed internet. Listen to her response. I'm doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. Right, the significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. That's our vice president, and I didn't edit that at all. I let that play in his continue. If you want to, you can download it and watch the speeches in their full context. I always encourage you to do that. You don't have to take me at my word. But go back and listen to that, and those are just two examples of the craziness. That little uh, thing that I did back when I was doing that spoof on Disney and the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, that was very plausible that that would be her explanation to that young man concerning what a woman is. Hey, I am going to ask you to remember those people that are in Ukraine as we're wrapping this rambling and Fridays up. What a what a terrible thing. I mean, uh, people with their hands tied behind their backs. These are not people that are even fighting. They're women, they're children, they're people on bicycles, people on feet that are trying to uh, get out of these cities and these Russian soldiers are torturing, they're raping, they're raping mothers in front of their their children. I mean, good gosh, you know, you just, you'd like to think that all this died out somewhere in Nazi Germany or something. And that's, that's an incredible inversion, is it not, that Vladimir Putin's telling everybody he's doing a denazification of Ukraine. I would uh, give to you, and I know it's a different 
world in 2022, but it looks to me like the Nazi is no other than Vladimir Putin and the Ukrainian people are the victims in all this. And I, I just pray that the world would act, put down this this bloodthirsty dictator and it's not going to stop at Ukraine. If he's successful, it is not going to stop at Ukraine. We forget sometimes communism is a world domination movement. Always has been, always will be. Don't ever be suckered into socialism and communism by people who apparently do not appear to be threatening people like AOC and that uh, that dude that looks like a koala bear. What's his name? Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders couldn't remember his name for some reason. Hitler was not very intimidating. If you look at Putin, there's nothing intimidating by, by Putin's looks. Matter of fact, he I think he looks rather effeminate myself. But you need to take these people serious. They are they're involved in genocide and we need to act. Okay, so hope you had a little bit of fun today and uh, look forward to hearing your comments. As I always do, I'm going to wish you a fond ado and pray for God's blessings upon your house. If you liked what you heard here today, please hit the subscribe button and don't forget to leave a comment, uh, positive or negative. I look forward to them. All right, take care. Out like a scout. Bye.